To be honest, I'm so glad that I don't live in a house anymore. Just because of all that snowfall that happened, it was insane. How about you, man? How are you dealing with it living in the house? It was terrible, Ron. It was terrible. It was one of those snowfalls where you have to clean like a portion of it and then take a break and then return, clean another portion. Ron, it was a lot of snow. Like it was at my calf. I know I'm not like a seven footer, but I'm pretty <laughs> tall, you know, so um but and it was packing snow too. It wasn't light. It was packing snow plus there was a wind. So every time I would lift the snow and it sucks because the direction of my house where I would be placing the snow, the wind was blowing. So it was slapping me in the face, Ron. It was terrible. To the point where like I know in past years, I have seen people just neighbors just kind of push the snow on the on the on the road because snow plows would eventually just come and move it. Um, Were you one of those men? No, 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 I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah, I want to, though. It makes it a whole lot more easier. Yeah, honestly, man, those people are the worst because, you know, like when the snow plows push stuff. It just hits the, the house that's next to yours, you know? Like, it always just goes into somebody else's yard, so it's pretty reckless when you do that. I do understand why they do, but I don't appreciate it at all. What's reckless, Ron, are those people that don't park their cars in their driveway, and they leave it on the side of the road. So now the snowplow has to take a deviate around your car and that leaves such a huge mess and the and the streets not clean properly. Yeah, that's always my biggest pet peeve. Um when I first started um like driving and I would shovel, I used to like move the cars off the driveway a bit, but then like you could see that that would happen, you know, when the plows ended up coming, it always ha- they always happen to come when you move your car into the road. Then they don't properly plow in front of your house. So I stopped that because it's really annoying, man. Yeah, yeah. I always make sure wipers up. When I know that there's that snowfall, wipers up, cars in the driveway. And there's this, there was, uh, I seen it on a commercial uh, when I was watching a basketball game. There's something that you like sprinkle on your driveway before it snows. So it's easier just to kind of. Uh, lift the snow so i want to try that one day but do you even know what this is some type of some type of it's 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 the exact same form as salt so it looks exactly like salt it's blue Mm -hmm. um i forgot the name though okay well i'll google it yeah man yeah like i I don't know I, i i think i kind of know what you're talking about i'm not entirely sure i definitely can't think of the name but yeah just make sure that you know you do it as soon as possible because the longer you wait to shovel the worse it gets when people's cars move over top it gets like more compact it's just annoying man but this snow was crazy i was up late on sunday and it just started and at that point i was like it's not that big of a deal and then I woke up like at 6.30, I believe. And I looked out the window and I was like, wait. Like, you know, like when you see something, you're just like, no, nah, this can't be real. So then I went on the balcony and I just saw, I was looking outside the way that the snow was blowing in my face. I was like, this is ridiculous, man. 
Like, hopefully that's it for snow this year. <laughs> at at the height that we are at when it comes to snowfalls, usually it would take maybe three, four snowfalls to get to this height. Mm-hmm. To know that only one did this is pretty crazy. But the good, the really, really good thing about this is that we're in January. So we know we probably only have like a month and a half of, of winter. And then March comes, you know, it's going to be half and half. April comes, we're in shorts. May, we're in the beach. Bro, there's no guarantee, man. There's no guarantee. You never know. Let's hope it's good. But who knows? No, no, it won't be like uh, that movie, The Day After Tomorrow. It won't be like that, <laughs> It won't. It won't be like Game we, of Thrones. We won't survive. Like, winter just keeps coming. <laughs> Have you ever watched Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones? Uh, a few of the episodes. I, I didn't catch on to the hype. Uh, you're the worst, man. You're the worst. You liked it? Yeah, the first six seasons is, I think, the best show I've watched ever really so hold on so wait hold on hold on so money heist is not realistic for you but game of thrones i never i never said that i said it was good okay i'm okay with you know fantasy i'm not okay with fantasy that's supposed to be realistic it's just it just doesn't make any sense man uh, so Game of Thrones, they're trying to say that there weren't dragons back in the day. There weren't kings and but queens. But this is not. This is not like going back. Giants and all this that. is not like going back in time. It's just like a whole separate world. It's a fantasy world. Like it's okay for fantasy to be fantasy. It's not okay for real life to be fantasy all the time. If they do it well, it's good. Yeah, I think Game of Thrones, one thing I will say about Game of Thrones that I have heard from a few discussions is that Game of Thrones is the show, like, I know other shows had nudity, but Game of Thrones was the show that made it acceptable, where nudity was okay in such a popular show. But it was on, I'm pretty sure it was on HBO. And I think HBO has like that type of stuff on their shows or in the past, if I think back, pretty sure they did, but they did. Yeah. Cause they had a uh, power power. Isn't that on stars? It wasn't. No, it, it it's on. No. Oh, wasn't there? No, there's another 50 cent show. Sorry, not power. There's another one on HBO. I have no clue what you're talking about. I, I, I personally don't know. So if you can't think of it, I'll never be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is, man. But yeah, like it definitely did do that. The show, it built up really well. The first six seasons were like, again, the best show I've ever watched. You, you should really uh, give it a chance just to see how everything builds up. It's really good. Is there even a purpose to watch it since all the hype is over? No, like, it's, it's all right, man. You can watch it. I, I basically watched it when the hype was almost done. You still got to, you still got to ride the wave. And are they, will they, do you think there's uh, an opportunity for them to do a spinoff? Yeah, for they Game said of that they were going to be doing a prequel. Because everything. Uh, what angle are they taking? No, everything is based off of 
So just imagine, I'll just break it down like softly. Um, just imagine our parents were all part of this like whole war, this like great war that divided everything, like the the way that the world is now. Just imagine it's like that. Okay, that's that's the prequel to Game of Thrones. Now the first season is all of our fathers and mothers, you know, basically, you know, they're they're getting older. You know, like now we're coming up and then Game of Thrones is like our story after like our parents die and they move on or whatever. It's our story where we're trying to, you know, do our next our battle to change like whatever the world was that our parents created was. So it's basically like them making a prequel just goes back to, you know, basically our parents era. So in the show, they just talk about it. But then in this prequel, we're going to see it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so it seems pretty cool. Like, I, I don't know. So they're going backwards. Yeah, it's like a prequel. Like, they do that. Like, that's like, uh, you know, The Hobbit, you know? I hate that. But, like, you know when you watch a show and they always talk about the past and you don't really understand? Like, you, you know about it because they always talk about it, but you don't actually know about it. So it's kind of good to see what the original story was. The only thing is kind of like, I'm going to use Star Wars, for instance, right? So the first few Star Wars movies that came out, they were, you know, it was the future or the present at that moment, right? And then the newer movies that came out was about the past. But because technology in the movie industry was so advanced, the the more updated movies the more the newer movies looked better than the original ones but it was so weird because the timelines were all messed up yeah okay like i'll just say this that's quite possibly the realest shit you've ever said i was thinking this when i watched it cuz i never actually watched the original star wars when it came out right so or obviously i wasn't alive then but i never watched it at any point in my childhood so the first Star Wars movies I ever watched was like episode one, two, three, you know? So during COVID, when it first started, I watched them all in sequence, every single one, the way that it was supposed to come out. And honestly, the ones that I hated the most were the original three, because the graphics, the acting, like the behavior, like you could... It, 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 you could tell it was from the 1970s. Exactly. And, and I did exactly. not like it, especially knowing that the first ones were in the 2000s. Then you have the 1970s. Then you have like the 2010s. It just it didn't feel right watching it. And honestly, all my favorite movies were not any of the 1971s. I, I, almost, I, I almost just wanted to pass over all of them. I don't know how I got this much hype, those ones, but. You know, maybe if I watched it at the time or watched it even when I was younger, I'd have a different feeling about it. Yeah, because now what they're trying to do, they're trying to take it in so many different angles that the originals, they stay tried and true to their beliefs. You know, we got like two lightsabers, that's it, you know? So, but now they're trying to take it and do so many different things with it. But 
in fairness to Game of Thrones, like their prequel is going to be relatively close. I know that it's not entirely like right back to back, but like it's within the last 10 years that this show came out, you know? That's fine. So it, it makes sense that like, you know, the graphics aren't going to be that far off. Hopefully they just make the story good. That is the key thing. If the story is good, it'll work. If it's not good, it don't it won't it won't work at all. So hopefully it does. What is is it just going to be are we going to be is it from someone's perspective or is it just I think it's typical the, if, everyone's angle. If my memory serves right, um based on the trailer I saw, like it's the House of Dragon. So it's um you know like the the white hair girl? Yes. Have you ever seen yeah, Daenerys? Um so yeah, like it's going to be like her family. Oh, okay. She was the one that was getting like like uh she, she had the pet dragon, right? Yeah, she's the mother of dragons. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I seen yo. Hey man, I seen some clips of that show. Please make sure you are um of age to be watching it's not that show. That be pretty strong. It's not that serious. <laughs> you should watch it. Actually watch it. If you have Crave, it's on HBO. Just watch it. Is that show better than The Last Dance? Yo, I, yo, The Last Dance is good, but I think that that's still the best show I've watched, Game of Thrones, to this point in my life. But um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know, I'll, you know what, I will watch. I think I'm at like season one, episode four. Like I saw that they pushed the boy over the, the ledge. Just keep watching, man. Okay. because no Ron I try to watch Friends I think I'm on like I stopped after episode 7 a lot of people are upset but I couldn't Friends isn't Game of Thrones man it's not the same it it, it really isn't the same I'm telling you are you talking same as because one is more like adventure and story while the other one's more comedy or just I feel like the comedy for Friends was at a certain time in your life. You know what I mean? It's like the whole nostalgic thing. It's the way I feel about Star Wars. Never watched it when it came out. I don't understand the hype. So when I'm watching it, I'm not enjoying it in quite the same way as somebody that actually watched it before the original or the modern Star Wars came out. So I feel like that's how Friends is. If you watched it in the 90s, you like it. But if you're watching it now for the first time, and you've watched shows like The Office and stuff like that, it, it, it doesn't hit the same. It, it seems like you should have watched it in sequence. No, 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 Ron. The Office hits the same. No, no, it Those hits the same. Don't. But what I mean is oh, that okay. like, it's because you watched that first. Yeah, and, and you watched it during the time it came out. Whereas Friends, you never watch it. You're just hearing people's perspective. And then when you watch it, it doesn't necessarily match. That part I always think is like, you know, like whenever people boost something so much and then you watch it and you're just like, ah, it's not that good. It's so frustrating. I, I like, honestly, I know exactly what you mean. That's how I felt about Star Wars. Exactly how I felt. No, no I started watching The Office when the pandemic started. Wait, you never watched it at any time before? No. My, my, my younger brother, he was an Office fanatic. Um, and he was always telling me to watch it. Like, I won't, like, you'll see it on TV, so you, maybe you might watch a, a few episodes. But I wasn't a big fan. But 
I said, okay, you know what? We have the pandemic. Can't go outside. Let me try watching this. And boy, that show is beautiful. <laughs> I think it's one of the greatest TV shows ever. That's another one of the best shows I've watched. Do you, you see, one thing that I hate because this society right now, it's so sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely timepiece. Time <laughs> we could never. They could never make a like a rerun or a, or a special episode or a spe- whatever. They they can't do that because a lot of people would be offended. Can you imagine the way that they treat Toby or Mike treats Toby? Can you imagine them doing that in the show right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or even or even um Oscar because he was um he was gay. Yeah. So. Some of the jokes that they had about Oscar, even uh, the jokes about Stanley because he was black. <laughs> oh man, or or um Pam because they thought she was a very attractive female. Um Kelly because she was Indian. Yo, you can't do nothing. Yo, it's just it, it is it, yo just like it for what it was at the time it was. Now. Just know nothing like that is coming out. And if it does, it's going to be on HBO, maybe. <laughs> That's the only place it could survive. But it's like what you say all the time. Someone needs to take charge and stand up and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to be the leader for this, right? And as, hey, maybe the office might be, the you know, that, that, um, I don't know, that first push to kind of say, hey, we can joke around about these things. Just have respect, right? And ask questions. Let's not cancel and attack people. I think, you know, well, it could happen. It could. It could. Well, hope- but someone needs to take charge. Yeah. Well, maybe that could be you and I or you or I. You never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Guys, um. Welcome to Knowledge and Nonsense. This is episode 41. Um, you guys can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. <laughs> so um, we started off talking about the snowstorm, snowpocalypse, or whatever you want to call it in Ontario or Toronto. Um, did you see Dougie? Dougie uh, driving with his phone on Showing him driving, <laughs> him watching you the stream on CT, CP24, my God. Well, you know what? Again, his hands were free. Um, he didn't, you know, his two hands were on the steering wheel. Uh, he was doing an interview. I like, I like the fact that he was uh, showing the, you know, the whole GTA, how he can um, multitask. A lot of people were going at him because he was distracted while driving. They commented on the fact that he kept looking at the screen, basically taking his eyes off the road. People were complaining about the fact that they had suggested that people maybe stay home due to the unsafe road conditions, a lot of cars getting stuck, and he was on the road. You know, like, I, I, I didn't actually see this, but I'm pretty sure there was a lot of people you know, curious as to the fact that he was out and about, even though, you know, people are supposed to be locked down, you know, like he, he had a, a lot of people going at him, you know? 
I know, I know. Ron, that's the thing. When you're in the pub when you're in the public's eye, hey, you could you step right, somebody will say, Hey, you did the correct step, and somebody said you should have stepped uh in the other direction. So no matter what you do, everything will be under a microscope. Like a lot of people are saying him helping out um that car that was stuck in the snow mm-hmm. was all like a publicity stunt. But at the end of the day, even if it was a publicity stunt, which I don't think it was, like someone just magically got stuck. Like, Ron, everybody in the GTA saw how terrible that storm was. Um, so someone, everyone got stuck. But he was still there with the shovel digging them out. So at the end of the day, he was still doing good. So let's not criticize him too much. But I won't lie. The whole FaceTime with the interview, uh, you shouldn't have done that. Keep it yeah. on the road. <laughs> that was definitely a publicity stunt, man. You think so? Yeah, man. It, come on, Mike. People don't like him right now. There's a lot of people going at him because of, you know, the most, the latest lockdown. You know, a lot of people have a lot of issues with him. Apparently, his approval rating was down to... You know, one in three people, allegedly. I never know where they yeah, get this information yeah. from, but that's what they're saying. So, you know, this is something that, you know, he's probably trying to show that, you know, he's a man of the people. He's trying to be nice. You know, he's trying to shovel a car out of, uh, you know, I guess uh, all this snow. His shoveling technique, as many people pointed out, was very suspect, <laughs> which I found funny. But, wait, 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 how so? How, what you know, was, his shoveling what technique was pretty funny still. I don't know what he was doing. He looks like a man that hasn't shoveled in the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he got that snow plow. You know, he, he has a snow blower for sure, or he has a, somebody else shoveling his driveway. Oh, yeah, he for sure has to have someone else. Come on, this is the, the premiere we're talking about. You got someone else. So that's definitely. You didn't see the shovel he was using? Bro, no, okay. I got that from the dollar store. <laughs> you know what? I won't lie, Ron. When people were saying that it was a publicity stunt, and I, that after I heard that, I rewatched the video again, and I saw the shovel. I'm like. <laughs> the man just the man was driving he's like yo it'd be cool if hey i'm gonna go buy the shovel and videotape me helping digging people out okay let's do it yeah. it'll be part of our next promo video it's definitely a stunt yo like at the end of the day all of these people always try these tactics you know so he's not doing anything completely you know foreign to us but like it, it definitely was People should know this by now, you know, like this is the stuff that people do to get you to like them, you know, get you to vote for them. You know, that's one extra vote that he gets, you know, saving that person or getting that car out of there. That person is most likely going to vote for him. So it's just about building goodwill or however much goodwill he can. The crazy thing about votes is that it's secretive. So you don't even know this person could say, yeah, Doug, I'm going to vote for you. And then boom, when they're at the poll could easily switch up so you'll never know bro that's that's just how it is man that's what happens when you make things private you know people don't have to tell you the truth if they don't want to that is very true very correct bro man but um yeah did you have anything else about dougie that you'd like to talk about i know you love him man um 
you know what? I'll wait till the election time. I'm going to be campaigning for him, eh? Just remember, I'm going to be campaigning for that Do guy. that on your own time, okay? Not on my time. On your own time, okay? We'll get t-shirts. You'll, you'll, you'll get t-shirts. And it's not going to say anything that's affiliated with me on it, okay? This guy something else. But um, yeah, like in Canada, I read an article, it just came up. I don't know. I don't know if this is real. I don't know, whatever. I, I saw it twice somewhere. So they ranked Canada as the sixth most miserable place to live. Miserable place to live. Do you believe this, Mike? I'm miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yo, Ron, the thing about it is, is Canada is one of those countries that, like, I we're we're again other than maybe America and maybe one two countries in Europe, we're probably one of the more popular countries in the world. A lot of people think if you come to Canada, you'll make it, you'll be successful, you'll have a good life. It, yo, a lot of people think because we live here, we're not struggling. But boy, Ron, we are struggling. How many times did we talk about the housing market? How many times did we talk about minimum wage not being at a correct amount? How many times did we talk, have to talk about laws not benefiting uh, us and, you know, just weird things that the government can do to us to kind of hinder us and hurt us it there's just so much frustration being in this country uh a lot of positives don't get me wrong a lot of positives but when you should be great and you underachieve it there's an issue and i feel like that's where we are i agree we should be a lot better I definitely agree that we should be. I should. We shouldn't be feeling a lot of the stuff that we are feeling. This inflation is crazy. That's one thing for sure. Apparently, unemployment rates are high. Thankfully, I'm employed. I know that you know. Your situation is not as, um, you know, optimistic right now. But like, still, it's just like at the end of the day, like it's the way that this this world is. It's just. Or this country is. It's just weird, man. It like it should be so much better. It should be so much more, you know, inspiring. We should feel like we are capable of doing certain things. But instead it just seems like we're miserable. You know, like most people it seems like if they wanna do something big, they gotta leave. You know, they can't just stay here forever. You know, it almost always seems like they have to leave and I don't think that that's right. I feel like we should be able to stay in this country and make something of ourselves, you know? Ron, that, that's, that's, you hit it right on the head. That's it. When you're in Canada and you feel like you want to have an opportunity, it could either be for sports, music, acting, cooking, starting up a business, being a chef, being a lawyer, right? you feel like you have to leave. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think the only thing that you can do here and you have to stay here is being a politician. I think that's <laughs> pretty much only it. I, I, honestly, Ron, like, Ron, and the thing is, it, that's how it is in a job market too. 
somebody from America could be underqualified, but because they, but because on their application, you see that they're from the States, you automatically give them that extra brownie points because they're from the States. So you automatically think they know more, which is not always the case, but nah, man, Canada, we need to, we're too passive. We need to be a little bit more tough. Like you see how Americans, how they're 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 the cowboys nah man we gotta we gotta be some eskimos over here you know like yeah that do you know that eskimos is offensive sir and do you know that uh canada does have cowboys too i i know but <laughs> america's known for like the cowboys we're not known for cowboys yeah that, that's right? true but i'm just trying to say like we need to be tough like we need to be tough and because everyone always wants to think of us with um, igloos and the polar bears. And that's why I use that term. If, if anyone is offended, I do apologize. Um, but, you know, like we got to be a bit more tough and not so passive with the whole like you go ask anyone, hey, what's Canada so popular? Uh, what are Canadians so famous for? holding the door and always saying please and thank you we're too nice we're too passive well i i think i've told you this many times before canada is a very big country and um the gta i know that we're, we're the most densely populated area but there's a whole heap of people in this country that are you know kind of like blue collar tough you know cowboyish for lack of a better word you know, there's like lumberjacks, fishermen, like there's people that do like real deal stuff. Um, I like we do have the reputation for being nice, which is not entirely bad, but like it just seems like we just allow them to do whatever it is that they want to do to us. You know, the inflation, oh well, the housing market, even though we realize it's not necessarily the most fair market. You know, people are still buying houses. People are still selling houses. They're selling for way above asking, you know, like they're doing all this stuff. It's just, I don't know, man. It just seems crazy. I wish that this place would get better, but like, it just seems like slowly but surely it's just getting worse and worse and worse. You know, like hopefully, hopefully I'm being optimistic. Everything changes for the better. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to end, you know what? We got to wait until this pandemic passes over and then we can even think of any of that. Well, if we were in the UK, it seems like the pandemic would be over. You know, do you see that how these guys are like just loosening all the restrictions, like no mask, like they just go places now? Like what the hell's going on, man? Like it doesn't really make much sense to me how suddenly it turned, but. You know, hopefully it works out for them. And maybe if it does, then that's something that they can bring over here ASAP, man. Okay, so what restriction would you uh, remove first? Dude, bro, stop shutting down stuff, man. Like, what? Like, keep the gyms open. Like, that always seems like the last thing that these guys keep open, man. And allow people to go there, man. Jeez Louise, man. Man, Ron said, geez, Louise, I, I feel like I think the best rule to put in place is anyone who's vaxxed. Now, the 
definition of fully vaxxed. I don't know if it's two shots, a shot, three shots, right? That's the two shots plus a booster. So I, I don't know what's the definition of being fully vaxxed, but I just think vaxxed should be able to be free. If you are not vaxxed, you should at least, if you want to be part of certain events, uh, you want to go to certain functions, uh, you should be required to provide some proof of, um, you know, you've taken a test and you're negative. Um, yes, even though you are, you can be vaccinated, you can still uh, contract the virus. I still think people who are unvaxxed should take that extra step forward to show that they are making that commitment and doing their part to ensure that everyone is safe around them or whoever they're in contact with. But like, so, so the, the thing about it is like, I've just been, sometimes I think I'm fortunate that I haven't gotten sick and I, I'm knocking on wood as I say this because I haven't been sick. Um, I just feel like if you take the proper precautions, whether or not you're vaccinated or not, like it shouldn't really matter, you know, because we're seeing right now that like, most people are getting it, whether they are vaccinated. I know that the impact is not necessarily as dramatic if you're not, if you are vaccinated versus if you're not. But like, I feel like they should just like open it up at like, like at least for the gyms. My goodness. I keep thinking to myself, like we want people in a society to be healthy. You know what I mean? Like, why is it that we are taking away something that can help with health? You know, if you're showing visible signs of being sick you know like yeah stay home but if you're not just you know do your you know proper precautions you know keep your distance you know be sanitary if you are comfortable with it where you're if you aren't comfortable or if you are comfortable with it wear your mask still and then that's it go from there man just be uh you know smart be you know not as nasty you know i don't know I, I i don't know like i know that it could pass on anyway it's just that like when i see a country doing it like that where it's just like hey open season now it just seems very weird to me how over here we're still in you know we're in a lockdown again there's i guess different parts of the world have different approaches but in quebec uh, they're, they have fines for those who are not taking a vaccine because they're hurting uh, the healthcare system. What about people who smoke? Shouldn't they get fined too? Or people who drink? <laughs> now this is where we go, man. Yes, yes. Like I, I feel like that, that's a thing that I don't understand fully. I feel like collectively as a society, we don't really take proper care of ourselves to begin with mm -hmm. and to penalize certain people based on the situation that we're in. Okay. I completely understand if that's why you do it, but like now I feel like if they open it up to people that are, you know, exhausting the healthcare system during the pandemic, what happens to people that are exhausting it during normal times? Do we, you know, start penalizing them more now for using it? You know, like, what, what, what is that? You know, like, that's why I said, like, they should leave that alone. They need to stop this talk about, like, okay, these people should pay more than other people. Because then they're going to start opening up the door for people to do this for other situations as well. So, 
you're gonna buy some tickets to the UK. We're 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 gonna fly. We're gonna go over there. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yo, I'm not planning on going there. I've been there a couple times, but we'll see. Ideally, I wish this place would just do you know open it up a little bit more. No, but whatever, man. If you want to go to the UK, man, tell me how it is, and I may come and you know check you. Well, just on last episode, you said that you wouldn't even open the door if there was a a lockdown. So no, I'm no, definitely coming, not inviting coming you. Coming on vacation for a short time is okay. If there's a lockdown like the Chinese one, where yo, you're gonna stay with me for God knows how long. I don't know about that, man. Three days, Ron. Bro, a vacation no. is usually seven days. Oh, that lady. It was four days was when four. we last checked at that point, and the lockdown was still going on. So who knows how long that's gonna last? It could I be don't two even weeks. Eat a lot. I don't even eat a lot. Like you, you acting like this is big, Mike. I'm I'm not big no more. I'm small, Mike. Bro, I'm not talking about how you eat, man. I, like I just, I, me and my wife are good. We in our space, man. I don't need a third. It's okay. I don't take up a lot of space. Don't worry, man. Yeah, we have a cat too. It's it's too it's too you know too many people or too many things in this place already. We now only... this guy's calling me a thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know because I said people and then I thought about a cat and I'm like that's not a person. That's a cat. So I was like things. <laughs> you should have just said it. it's a noun. Too many nouns. Okay, well, a bag is a noun, a computer is a noun, a TV is a noun. You're, you're being very difficult today. Eh? I'm being difficult. Come on. Like, we got a lot of nouns in this place. <laughs> this guy is mad difficult. Mad difficult. I'm difficult, man. I don't know, okay, man. Okay, though, it's 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 cool though. It's cool though. Yeah. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. Though. Yo. <laughs> two people that have a diff or two countries that have a difficult relationship right now, it seems, is China and Canada. So I was reading an article, I was just on Reddit, I think it was a couple of days ago, and uh I saw something where they were talking about how China got the Omicron vi- variant there. And they're saying that it was passed over to them by Canada. So, like, it was apparently letters mailed over to China that had the Omicron variant on it. And that's where the pandemic in China started. Like, I don't know, man. What are your thoughts on this? Some crazy accusation. And, like, it's kind of funny how they're leading the investigation, too. So, like, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to we're not gonna tamper with the evidence. Yeah, we're just going to leave it as is and ensure that everything is honest and to the highest uh, integrity. Get out of here. Come on. And, Ron, let's, like, last <laughs> time I checked, Canada's on this side of the world while China's on the other side of the world. So... Can Omicron even survive on a box? A box. <laughs> like, like they say on a human is 14 days. So a box with no living organs is going to survive even. Uh, do the math. It doesn't make any sense. But you know what? That's just, that just shows you that 
that just shows you oh man i'm just pure tongue twisters today that just shows you how embarrassed china probably feels that the all countries the whole world is kind of pointing at them and saying you guys caused this you guys started this you guys put the world in such a terrible place they're, they're feeling pressure probably not probably they're feeling the pressure I, like the thing i i found interesting about this is that they the way that the the article was it's like they said that canadian like canada deliberately poisoned them so like they actually put it on the box deliver it to the country and pass it there like there's a lot of people like i remember like when this first started a lot of the people thought that it started from there whether it started from there or didn't like whatever like to me it's something that's impacting us also we should find out where it started but it's very hard to find out the original point but it's just interesting to see that they are putting the blame on other people. When people put it on them, it wasn't necessarily, you know, the right thing to do. I, I don't think, I just find it very interesting how, like, everyone is pointing figures at somebody else about it started here, it started here, you did it, you did that. It's like, my God, man, who the hell cares, man? Let's just, you know, figure this shit out and keep it moving, man. No, no, Ron, this is, this is big. You need to find out who started this because, um... You know how many questions this is going to to raise? Like, one is, what were you doing? Why were you doing it? What did you use to do this? Right? How did it come out of control and spread all over the world? Like, Ron, like, there there's a lot of answers. Like, wouldn't you want these answers? No, I wanted these answers. But, like, right now, we're, it doesn't appear like we're going to get these answers. I just want to keep this shit moving. I want shit to go back to normal. I want them to figure this crap out. I'm tired of this. Like, it's just like this pointing of fingers does not get us any closer to the, you know, the conclusion of this. And if it, after two years, they still don't know where this started concretely, they're never going to figure it out because nobody's oh. going to ever let them figure it out. Because two years in and they still like, yo, somebody is trying to make it hard for them to figure it out. Just keep this shit moving, man. Solve this shit and then let us get back to life. God damn. It's crazy. It's kind of wrong. What I'm about to say, you're going to find very immature, but it's the best example I could give. Okay. Oh, my God. Go. Cool. It's kind of like. When someone passes gas, like, you know, when you're in a room full of people and someone passes gas, <laughs> no one's going to admit that they passed the gas, you know, no, like, because no. you're going to feel very embarrassed, especially if it smells very foul. Yeah, it, that's basically a good analogy, man. It, it, oh, like, wow. Thank you. Thank yo, you. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on today, Mike. You're turning <laughs> over a new <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> yo, it, it's just like. Nobody wants to own up to it, but it like if you think about it too now, like having COVID is like it's like a very taboo thing. Like people seem ashamed of the fact that they have COVID, you know. So you think so? Yeah. No, like okay, Mike. When you have to be the person to call someone to be like, "Hey, I just tested positive for COVID. I saw you." you may need to go get checked like most people every single time that i've been in that situation i got mad when i heard it 
when I heard it from a person, I'm just like, you mother canucker. Like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Like, that's my first reaction because I'm just like, yo, for the most part, like, literally for the majority of this thing, I was not vaccinated, right? So every time I was exposed, I knew if I went to go get tested, at first it was 14 days, then it was 10 days. I don't know how long it is now because I haven't, you know, been exposed to anybody recently, you know, so I'm always like, it's still 10. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, what? I'm not trying to stay locked down for 10 days, man. Like, again, I did that and I started to go local, man. I couldn't do it, man. I was just, I was struggling just staying in because I was actually like paranoid because, you know, I don't know if I have this thing. I, I like the first time it happened, I was playing basketball. Remember, I think I told you and I was actually, I was playing yeah, basketball. Yeah. And then this person tells me, oh, he tested positive. And I was like defending, I defended him like loosely, but I was defending him. So when he says this, I'm like, oh my goodness. So then I'm just like paranoid. I canceled all my plans, just stayed home. Bro, I'm not trying to deal with that, man. But like, if you're that person that has to call all these people, you know, like you could be ruining a lot of people's plans. If you know, you are positive and then somehow you got it over, got it over to them it's it's scary it's honestly scary but honestly the way how uh they've been so busy uh, making these phone calls you'll get your call on the ninth day i have heard several people told me that on the ninth day the last day that was when they received their call so but that's if public health calls you some people actually tell you themselves you know uh-huh. But I think I think for famous people, it's different. Like, it's kind of like a proud moment for them. It's kind of like another moment where. No, they were just trying to scare people into getting the vaccine, I think. You know, like, it's like they got COVID. You know, it's not really good, man. Like, it, it took it all out of me. You guys should go get vaccinated to make sure that you don't feel this. Okay, okay. I could see that angle too, but I, I feel like a lot of them would, it's kind of that moment where they can uplift and say, hey, you know, I had COVID, I was scared, but I fought through it. It's kind of like another moment where they were able to fight the powers of evil and overcome and succeed and still be alive. Like Kevin Hart, uh, Dave Chappelle, um, a lot of athletes, um, you know, they usually always take that take that angle when it when it comes to them actually getting the virus and then they survive afterwards and how everything went for them during that time. I guess so, man. I I don't know if I ever told you. I try not to watch any like TV. I, like I'm usually watching like TV shows and sports. Now that's it. So I don't know about all these, uh, like these celebrities, but like right now I know that they're pushing a lot of the vaccine. So I figured maybe that's what it is, but I'm assuming that they could quite possibly do be doing what you're saying as well too. Yeah. Cause one of, uh, someone who has really been big on taking the vaccine, especially towards athlete is Stephen A. Oh uh, Smith. my gosh, man. Yeah, no, no. The thing is that great, great reporter. I just don't like the fact that, and again, this is just my opinion on 
the word choice. We have the choice to either take it or not. If someone choose whatever choice they choose, they choose that choice. But then to say that someone is selfish, someone won't make the sacrifice, someone doesn't care, and talk about their their characteristics like that, I find that very disrespectful. Um, just because they made the choice and they feel like they don't want to jeopardize their health. But then Stephen A also spoke on his own experience uh, when he contracted the virus. Um, he said he was sweating a lot. He even was admitted to the hospital um, and felt pretty sick. And the physicians told him, hey, if you did not have the vaccine, you would uh, you wouldn't be here right now. You would you would be dead. So, hey, I can only I, I, I will say this. If you have one of those life changing experience and I mean legitimately a life changing experience. Hey, man, you're going to you're going to you're going to stand up for certain things. And he had one of those experience. So I can understand why his stance on the vaccine is so strong. I can't blame him. Right. But again, don't call someone you can say you can say he's you know, he's not he's he didn't do his research properly or he's making the wrong mistake. But don't say that he's selfish. Don't say that he's not. He won't commit to the team and he's not willing to sacrifice. I think that's wrong. You're clearly touching on the Kyrie thing. Like this guy, Stephen A has basically been on Kyrie for the last 13 months, like hard. He's been riding him for every single thing he does. Like I, one thing I don't seem to understand is that the fascination with going after a person that says he's not going to get vaccinated. Like if he's not going to get vaccinated and he's not allowed to play in New York and he's already said this to you guys multiple times, he says he doesn't want to talk about it. You know, it seems like Kevin Durant, you know, James Harden, the rest of the teammates, the coaches, the management staff, they seem to be okay with it. Like, why is it that the media just keeps on harping on it? It just doesn't make any sense. No sense at all. He's not getting it for his own reasons. We should stop asking him, just let let him go. But all this, like, hoopla that they keep on going on, like, I, I watched a couple of videos because I saw that it was trending on Twitter of, like, you know, Kendrick Perkins, you know, Stephen A. Smith, all these guys going at all, like, Kyrie, like, hard. You know, it's crazy, man. Just let it go. Yeah, even even Chuck. Chuck and Shaq. Like, I was, I, I'll be completely honest. Chuck, I kind of saw it coming from Chuck because he's a bit older. I was actually shocked. Um, with Shaq's stance about the not willing to take, not willing to make the sacrifice. Um, I just, if someone doesn't feel comfortable, if someone doesn't feel all right, like I know there was that one player um, who was scared to go on the plane, right? So his career in the NBA wasn't long. Um, it was very, very short. But if someone doesn't feel comfortable with something, someone doesn't feel comfortable. And we should respect their wishes and I mean, not their wishes, but their choice and leave them be. It just seems to see that people forget all of this stuff. Um, one thing that I, I feel that like most athletes have in their body is like 
or at least a lot of them, yeah, most of them, I said, um, they, they believe that they always want to be there for their team. You know, they always want to show up. You know, if they're sick, they still want to show up. If they're injured, they still want to play. So that's a mentality that's been drilled in a lot of athletes' heads. But like with COVID, we've learned if you're sick, you know, you're contagious. You can get other people sick. Stay home. You know, if you're not sick, then show up. If you're injured, you know what? Maybe you don't want to have lifelong injuries, you know, after your playing career. Maybe you should sit out, fully recover, come back. That's the mindset that people are adopting now, you know? So they need to stop with these like old school ways of thinking. Some of the things that they taught us back in the day are pretty good. Some of them, not so good. If Kyrie is part of the new age and he's not going to get vaccinated, you know, but he's not going to show up if he's injured, he's not going to show up if he's sick, like, just leave it be. You know, ultimately, they have given him an, or Brooklyn an out. All they have to do is pay a fine, you know, and he's able to play in home games. You know, like that, like, at the end of the day, it's just money. You know, these guys have so much of it. They can afford to pay the fine if they really want him to play that badly. Otherwise, just let him play in the road games. He's been able to play in them all year. The team just chose not to allow him to play in them. And then keep it moving. It's not a big deal, man. It just seems crazy because he's not the only athlete not vaccinated. He's probably the best name that's not vaccinated in a state where you have to be vaccinated to be able to participate. That's all it is, man. So weird, man. And I just want to say a few last things. One, again, he didn't make the choice. Uh, this that the the city, the state, they made the choice, and he had to, he had to live with their choice. And um, when it comes to Kyrie, do you think he should be traded? Do you think he should just request a trade because he's an athlete and he wants to play? He's from New Jersey, I believe. I know he was born in Australia, but he's like from New Jersey. Yeah. Like his team would have been the Nets growing up, and his team that he plays for is the Nets. So that the fact that that's possibly his one of his favorite teams when he was growing up, he's close to his family. There's no real benefit for him to be traded. You know, like why would you get traded? And you're on a team that should win an NBA championship. Should. So why would you ever get traded? You know, ultimately he can play. The team initially told him he couldn't play as a part-time player. He didn't get vaccinated and then they brought him back. So they basically gave in to his wishes. He doesn't want to get vaccinated. He, you know, he can play in the road games. Just let him play in the road games and go from there. If you, and if you trade him, like, <laughs> they, they, there was comments I heard at one point that said that if he gets traded, he said he would retire. So then they right. can't trade him. You know, they're stuck. You know, just leave it, man. Remember what I said before. Just stop whining. You know he can play in the road games. Now you know if you pay a fine, he can play in home games. What are you going to do about it? You know, you guys already allowed him to play, so he's going to play in the road games as long as he's healthy. Are you guys willing to pay the fine that he plays in the home games? No, then he only plays on the road. Yes, he plays at home too. Leave it at that. It's so crazy that like money has so much power. Like 
just pay a, a this small little fine and he could play even though you know we're in such a crazy pandemic and the world is in turmoil pay a fine and he could play you know pay this and we'll close our eyes but it seems like hey, they man, do money money talk but they do testing every single day you said it yourself if you're vaccinated the rules should be a little bit more lenient for you if you're unvaccinated you know, now, instead of just allowing you to be free, you know, you still have to do the test. These guys do a test every time they enter a facility. I think that's too much. Every but day? they do it every day. So then what difference does it make if he's vaccinated or not? If he has to test every single day, the day he's positive, he can't play. They just shut him out. So then should it really matter? Let the man play. I want basketball. Just leave it, man. Like, uh, man, it's just so weird because it's just funny to me because if you lived in Washington, if he played for Washington, he would be able to play. If he played in Texas on one of the teams, he'd be able to play. But he lives in New York and it's different. So you can't play every game. Like, okay. Hey, man. Hey, I, hey that's, that's how it is in America from my perspective. Every state's like their own little country, you know? So. That's how it is in Canada, too, sir. Yeah, yeah, but it's a little bit more. They just have 50 states. I think 51 now or whatever it is. You know, Canada has, what, 10 provinces, three territories, so it's not nearly as dramatic. Fair enough. Uh, Ron, about them, one, have you ever uh, given someone a bad review? on google before oh, i have i ain't gonna God. lie i have yo i have not actually given a bad review ever ever really i've wanted to give bad reviews i've never even sent an email to someone i just normally if someone gives me a hard time at a place i just get up and walk out or i don't give a tip or i give a one dollar tip to let them know how bad they were a tip is a tip. Hey, thank you for a dollar. No, nah, some people, I, trust me, a $1 tip will get some people really mad. I've seen it multiple times. No, I, I can see someone getting upset, but I don't think, I think giving a penny as a tip is even worse. No, I'm telling you, a $1 tip, a dollar, eh? a dollar will do a lot more harm than you think, potentially to yourself. Jeez, it's that's a fight right there. Eh? If you give a dollar as a tip, every single time, the one time, there, there's been a couple times when I've seen it, but one time I can actually say that the people I was with, they were incredibly disrespectful with that tip when they gave one dollar. Can you imagine your bill being like ninety dollars, your own bill, with going on drinks, like you yourself? spent $90 on drinks, and you gave a $1 tip, then the next man that spent $90 on drinks too gave a $1 tip. It, yo, the server lost it on us. So then I, I had to go and pay her more to, like, you know, alleviate her uh, frustration. Hey. Hey, you, you, you a nice guy, because some people would have been like, ah, 
they would have, you know, gave her the finger and walked out. <laughs> no, legit. Like, some people would have been like, I'm not giving you any more money. A, whoa, whoa, whoa. a tip is... One dollar? Ron, some people would have the mindset of me giving you a tip is optional. It's my choice. If I choose to give you a tip, I choose to give you a tip. If I don't choose, then I don't choose. It's not like it's a it's a party and there's over 10 people, so gratuities is automatically included. So, okay, so I like I'm not like the like as I've aged, my tipping has become a little bit more generous maybe. When I was younger, I was always kind of penny pinching. So uh, my tips were like, you know, on the 10% side, if that. No, it was always at minimum 10%. But like, my goodness, if you spend like $90 at a bar, like the the context of this thing that I didn't get into was that the server was pretty good. She was pretty friendly with us, talked to us, never really let our drinks go, you know, completely empty. So she was like the type of person that should have got maybe 18 to 20% probably 10 years ago. So this is a 10 years ago that happened. So 18 to 20% at that time. These guys gave a dollar each. Combined bills between the two of them is $180. And they gave her $2. Mike, that's not right, yo. It would hurt. No, 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 no. That, no, no that's not right, yo. Because it's not like, remember, $90 in drinks. Mike, drinks. That means that she came at least like nine to ten times. Okay, now, Ron, I'm, I'm gonna, I know you hate this, but I'm going to be devil's advocate. No, no, I don't hate devil's advocate. Stop saying that. <laughs> okay, I don't hate it. Just make it make sense, yo. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so is a tip not, regardless of how the, the price on the bill, is a tip not a choice? Like, if I feel that you did not give service to the level to deserve a tip, is that not my right? Regardless of whatever the total, the bill is? No, but like my my argument is when it's bad, I give a dollar. Just to let them know like, hey, you're bad. Maybe you want to fix up for the next person. Because next time it'll be zero. If I ever get you again or if I ever come back. But if somebody is good, you would still give them zero or one dollar. I don't care how you feel. If the person was good. You should give him something. But again, what if, like, what if they feel that a dollar was sufficient? Yo, Mike. I know it's rude. I, Ron, if it was me and I was a waiter, I would find that very disrespectful. So right? then what are you arguing? My, Ron, again, there are how many billion people on this planet? I might look in the sky and I might see blue. They might see green. No, okay, I'll Ron? see blue. Unless if I have color blindness or something. Okay, but what I'm just trying to say <laughs> is that people see things differently. People think differently. So someone may feel like a lot of people feel I know they, they change minimum wage 
uh, for waiter and waitresses and people that work in the um, restaurant industry. But before, when they were getting paid under minimum wage, a lot of people felt that, why is it my duty to cover up what the what the restaurant owner won't pay them? Yes. Right. So a lot of people feel that. So a lot of people feel like, hey, you know, why should I give more money than what I'm obligated to give? If my bill is 25 bucks, why am I giving an additional 20% of that when I don't have to? Because we live in a world where they live off tips. So you just give them more so that they can make more. No, no, that's fair. I just, I feel like um, you should tip. Um, Always try to tip because, hey, these people work hard. Just like what you said, they live off of their tip. Just. You know, it's the waiter and the waitresses. You guys just got to do your best to create that extraordinary service so your tip is rewarded. But, Mike, that is exactly what I'm saying in this situation that happened. She was a good server. She almost went above. I think she went above and beyond. And then two guys gave a dollar each and she got mad and it was like ugly. Cause I didn't even see it coming when I saw that, like when I saw how mad she got, I asked what happened and then they told me what happened. And I was like, yo, you guys are idiots. You guys should have given more than a dollar. And they started laughing. So then I was just like, wow. (laughs) Last question I want to ask you about this, about that situation. Yes. What did she do? over and beyond that another waitress wouldn't have you know did for them i think a waiter or waitress is good if you never have to call them okay especially when you're at a bar so we're at a pool bar where we're away from like i guess eyesight like we're in the corner somewhere but she never made us have to call her. Like, she would always be around whenever we needed her. Whenever we had questions, she was patient. She answered them or got the answers. This moment sticks out really, because, like, that bar, I never went back to. Like, after the next time, after that, I never went back there. So, like, there was one of the few times. That place, like, she was, she did, like, everything she needed to do to get to warrant a tip so i told you too like back when i was like early 20s when i didn't have any money really my tips would be like 10 percent, unless if it was exceptional service so this person did my criteria for good service she had met it like she went above and beyond because we never had to call she just always showed up and then it's good. So then she deserved 15 to 18, 18 to 20, you know, somewhere around there. So to get a $90 bill for one person and they give a dollar, then the next man gives a dollar. It just doesn't look good. It's just very suspect. Okay. I got your, okay. No, no. I just wanted to see like, oh, fair enough. I, I have like a criteria too. What's your okay. criteria? You need to wow me. You need to provide some added value. So. Tell me something new. Interact with me. Again, you know, never let my cup 
dry full. I mean, be dry. Let it always be full. You know, also, also help me out. Like, I like when those waiter, waitresses, they would advise, you know, how I could save money or the best meal. And I love how they always start off with an open-ended question when you ask them about their opinion. You know, what are you feeling for? What do you like more? Have you been here? Well, that's close-ended because it's yes or no. Um, but like they, they start off by asking a question so they can gather more information. That's how you know they care. The ones that just kind of, oh yeah, uh, go for this, go for that. They just want that tip. So I always look for the ones that wow me more, more of a, if, if, if I'm on a date with my girlfriend and we talk about you, oh, you getting a big tip. Yo, bro, you need like a whole performance in order for them to get a tip. Like, what the hell is going on here, man? Nah, nah, just come with me. Come, come to me with nice, subtle voice, right? If I ask you a question, help me out. Like, like be my, don't be my waiter, be my guide, right? To this food journey that I'm going to, that I'm joining You're asking way for too the much next so. hour or so. Wait, so what, huh? okay, so now my question to you is, like, what if they're not a good server? What if they're a bare bone server? What percentage do you give them? That's when that's when you give them not a percentage, but you give them a certain dollar amount. What is the smallest tip you've ever given a server? I'll ask it that way, just to gauge. That I gave, or was it I'm with you gave? Oh, none. And why did you give them none? Ron, money was tight at that time, you know? So you gave them but none like, because you had no money, so you didn't care about the service. But I, at, at that time, Ron, they, they didn't wow me. It was kind of like a, <laughs> hey, thank you, for, thank you for coming here. Here's your menu. Okay, if you need anything, just uh, wave me down. Like, if you tell me that, wave you down, come on, you're, you're not serious. Sometimes they have you waiting. Sometimes the food, like I remember I bought this, I got this dessert with a chocolate chip cookie and with the ice cream and the cookie was hard, Ron, Ron, <laughs> like you, they gave us a spoon and I, and I used the cookie. I used a spoon to break a piece of the cookie. Why did a cookie crumble into like a cracker? Like I was so disappointed. So like you could tell the server, Hey, this shit ain't proper. You know you can do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like at that time, like they start looking at you weird and wrong. When when someone is making my food, I want to be very nice to them because hey, yeah. all it takes is a and a two. If you are giving zero dollar tips, you may not want to frequent those places because they're surely spitting in your food. <laughs> no no i i no no yeah no no that's why i tip you know yo that's why i tip that's i know i've been I, out with you now now i'm really trying to think back at the times i've been out with you to see if this man tipped you no i didn't really no no remember that time when you uh mike and myself we went to that restaurant you, you didn't the tip Raptor... i didn't tip I didn't tip. Yo. Thank God I haven't been back there since. <laughs> uh, you're acting like they would remember us. Stop it. Yo, Stop it. They, yo, 
I'm telling you right now, I remember memorable moments. If somebody gave me a zero dollar tip and I was a server, I remember. Trust me. <laughs> oh Ron, God. we went there once. No, I, no, you've I been think... there once. At that time, I'd been there at least like the brew house, Amsterdam brew house. I'd been there like a lot of times by the time that was my last time there when I went with you guys. But I had been there multiple times at that point. Have you been tipping? If you've been tipping, then we're good because they might Bro, remember. Your I'm not tipping. I'm not one. tipping for the table. Like when we split bills, I'm tipping for myself. I just assume that everyone I'm with tips. But like, yo, the fact like at least my the other guys, my friends, they gave like a dollar tip. They were just drunk. You were sober and you give zero. I don't know what's worse, man. Mike, I'm learning these things about you, and I'm not liking them. <laughs> Yo, Ron, honestly, I, I wish I could. If I could give money, I could. But when times are rough, times are rough. And at the end of the day, I'm sorry, but I got to worry about me first. Yeah, that might come off being selfish or, you know, however you may take it. But, yo, when Ron, when money is tough, when bills are coming in and you get those alerts and those reminders, hey, man, sometimes that, that $10 tip you could give, that $10 could go to gas in your, in your car, right? Okay, well, that so, $10 tip you can give and that 20 to 30 to $40 meal that you're eating, you could save that and stay home. Okay, stay home. Jeez Louise, man. The Black Panthers were united again. I had to come out. I come on, Ron. Yo, I'm telling you right now, man. I'm going to be watching you real hard the next time we go out to make sure that this man's tipping. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have words for you, man, because I don't want them to be like, you see those guys? They're, they're effing cheap, man. They didn't give no tip. So then I can't ever go back to those places. I'm gonna be yeah, watching Ron, real you know those people you know when they give you uh the 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 ATM machine and you kind of fake press buttons that you're <laughs> tipping? <laughs> hey, I, I'm slick with that. Bro, I, the But don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I tip now, don't worry. I, I tip now. So you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, well, if you need money, maybe you should try to book a fight with Jake Paul. <laughs> this guy what made over 40 million dollars last year three fights now he's trying to fight mike tyson mike tyson apparently the fight they're saying they're trying to get it up to what 50 million u.s dollars this is crazy man how does this man keep getting these fights because ron he keeps winning and he's and he's fighting Quality. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chill. He's, Ron, fighting he's not fighting retired athletes. Regardless, they were, regardless, them being retired now is still probably, they're still probably in better shape than majority, like, they're probably still at this. They're probably health wise and physical shape. They're probably at the same level. Are Some you of these retired sure athletes. Sure about that? 
His last fight, yeah, they were. Come on, they were physically. They were. In, I'm going he's with the not eye test. A boxer, but he's a UFC. Like, yo, Jake Paul is making the UFC look so. He's fighting bad retired fighters, and like Dana White. I don't know if it's true, but like it does add up if he's on steroids. If you have those, Wait. that's what he was alleging. He's on steroids. Yo, because I, I was I was trying to piece this together in my mind. It just doesn't add up. I'm thinking to myself, how does a like he's young, so that's definitely in his favor. He is pretty ripped. That's in his favor too. He has been training in boxing. That's in his favor as well. But the way he's just dusting these guys, it just it just doesn't add up. So when some when he said steroids, I started to think to myself, hmm. He's not technically, like, professional, like, technically, technically. So, like, do they really monitor that? Nah, they don't. So who knows, man? Anything's possible. But nonetheless, he's been beating these people. I keep saying I need to see him fight a boxer, like an active boxer. Mike Tyson should beat him. It should be like the Floyd Mayweather fight with his brother. but. I don't know what these guys are up to. All of this stuff, man, I think it's just all this uh, <laughs> Bandulu games, man. They're trying to, like, fake us out, yo. Like, they're just trying to get people to pay their money, watch the fight, and then boom. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's hooked in. I never watch any of these fights. But my friends so keep you wanna trying watch, to send... You want to watch... Nope. You want to watch the Mike Tyson? Nope. Yo, honestly, the only fight I watched... Out of all those fights was the one, the Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson one. Like, I, I, I found the stream. I turned it on, and it was a sequence before he knocked him out. And when he knocked him out, I was just like, I turned it off. I was like, this is a joke. Mm-hmm. The way this man knocked him, I'm not watching another one of these fights, and I've yet to watch a single one. So, man. I honestly, I thought it was stage. I thought it was fake, but yikes. You know, Snoop Dogg said it. You know, you play basketball, you don't play boxing, you know? <laughs> yeah, you don't, man. And, like, this is just, they're making a farce of this, man. These guys are no joke, man. That's the thing that bothers me. This sport is no joke. And these people are just jumping in, no training, or no serious training. Fighting in these fights, getting KO'd. It's just so ugly, man, the way they're getting KO'd, too. Oh, I know, I know. It's 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 like there's a sniper <laughs> and just popping them off one by one. Like, my goodness. Who knows, man? Maybe this guy has brass knucks underneath. I don't know what's going on. It's just crazy. Like, it's not adding up. Like, something here is not adding up to me. If he's this good, I, I apologize. I just want to see him fight an active boxer. It doesn't even need to be an elite level boxer. I just need to see him find an active boxer. If he beats that active boxer, I'm done. I will never talk bad about this guy again. But he's beating old men or retired boxers or no, no. He's facing retired athletes, as you said, not boxers. So that already is questionable to me. He's still able to do it. Remember, this guy was a Disney star. Right. And he's and jacked. He hasn't, 
He's just. But you got to remember, he didn't have all that training. Like, come on, Are all you those years sure? of training. Ron, no, no. compared to pro athlete, wait, wait, his wait, training. Wait, compared- wait, wait. Think about it, Mike. Think about what you're saying right now. Right now, you have played basketball your whole life, right or wrong. Right. Okay, if you play one-on-one against me, who sometimes plays basketball, I've seen you play. You would be able to beat me. For sure, right? Yeah. Okay, so now, let's just imagine, you play your whole life. Charles Barkley comes. No, let's just say someone that's recently retired. Let's say, like, Kevin Garnett or somebody comes. Recently retired, and he's in the room with you. Who would win? Him. Obviously, right? Because he's a basketball player. He's been doing it his whole life. To me, I think that Jake Paul's possibly been doing this for a while. Because he, he, no. he, moves, he moves a little bit like a boxer, but he doesn't move as... I don't, I'm not convinced by it, yo. I'm not convinced. So I, feel, right. I need to see him against a real boxer. You got to remember, those athletes have, for a good portion of their life, their bodies have been set to do things a certain way, right? Exactly. So now you're going to tell them to change it up to do another sport that they have no real it was it i feel like for jake paul it's more of a easier transition from learning how to become a boxer because a lot of these new athletes that he's fighting are going through that transition of learning how to box well he's been boxing he had a few good a few matches lately so who knows what's coming up next I do want to see him fight an active boxer. Though, no, no, that's when I'll someone, That's when I'll watch it. But he he would have to be at a, at an advantage. Like it would need to be someone really really small. <sighs> then it's not real, man. That's what I mean, man. It's crazy. He's so you would want him to fight a boxer his size, bro. If he's a boxer, then yes. You're going to get killed, man, if he fights a pro boxer his size. Bro, then put on... Oh, my goodness. First round. Well, like, I need to see this, because the way this man's dusting up Tyron Woodley, it's not good luck, yo. Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, all these guys got knocked out by him. It's just like, whoa, what's going on here? But anyways, I'm not watching that fight. I need to see an active boxer for me to be like, okay, I'll watch it. Nonetheless, man. Would you box me? Yo, honestly, I told you I'm too old for this shit, man. I've been hitting the head enough. I ain't trying to box you, man. No, no, we we wear all the protective I'm not, gear. I'm not, I'm not these guys like Darren Williams and shit. I'm not Frank Gore. I'm not Nate Robinson. I'm not trying to get punched in the head for money. And I ain't trying to get embarrassed for money. Look at this guy. It would be, it would be, be a good match between you I would just I. punch you in the kidney all day. That's all I'd do. Wow. From playing wow. football, see, I know. I know that that hurts a lot. See, this guy's just trying to cause harm. I was just trying to, like, you know, just have a boxing match. You out here Bro, trying to do I'm damage. trying to win. What the hell? Man said my kidney. Not not a rib punch or a punch to the face. Yo, what, do you, kidney. Think, like, what do you think stops these guys? This He wants me to have uh, bowel movement problems. <laughs> trying to punch out my kidney. <laughs> I'm trying I'm to beat have to you. Use a bag now. <laughs> wow, this guy. 
<laughs> Do you have anything else, Mike, you'd like to talk about? Uh, no. Oh, so, Ron, so I was, you see, I'm trying to be more uh, knowledgeable. So I did actually Google why that term was offensive. And it's actually because, again, I hope Google's right, but it's because um, a lot of racist people, you called them by that name. So I didn't know that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I guess every day you just got to learn new things. Yeah, you got to learn new things. That's how this world is, man. Got to learn. Certain things that we thought were cool are no longer cool. You know, they're offensive. So you just got to watch your mouth, you know? You don't want to say it in front of the wrong person. It's true. You know, that's how people get punched. That's how people lose teeth. That's how people get kidney punches, you know? There you go again. Like, <laughs> bowel movements. Oh, man, guys. Thank you for listening to episode 41 of Knowledge and Nonsense. You guys can follow us on IG and Twitter. And you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. Thank you guys for listening again. One love. Wait, wait, wait. Before we sign off, Ron, we, uh, a lot of people are asking, uh, what happened with our uh, matchup last week? One love. Oh, <laughs> one love. Hey. <laughs> one love, everybody. One love. Oh.